91.3 FM, it is 15 minutes past the hour of 7 in the PM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good evening. Welcome back, respected listeners. Yes, this is the Voice of the Cape Burning Issue with myself, Muhammad Sheikh, filling in for Ridwan Ahmed. And alhamdulillah, I hope you've had a wonderful, beautiful day thus far. And uh, this particular segment, inshallah, taking you up to 9 p.m. this evening. We are touching on issues that are stirring the emotions of our community and uh, also, uh, you know, keeping keeping the tabs, keeping the heat alive so that we can all become aware of what's most important to us. Do remember during the uh, show, uh, you can give us a call 0214423530. Uh, however, our lines will officially open at 8.30 p.m. So do stay tuned for that. But do keep your comments rolling via sms 47913 alternatively via whatsapp on 0722380712 uh, alternatively if you are social media savvy the voice of the cape facebook page uh, you can uh, post your feedback and comments there alternatively at voc fm on twitter uh, or you can download audio streaming via the google app play store so yes, uh, tackling issues, important talking points uh, in the media and those relevant to our community. In tonight's show, we want to focus on crime and policing in the Mitchell's Plain cluster, which forms quite a big part of our broadcasting footprint. The Mitchell's Plain cluster stations include Lentechia, Strandfontein, Philippi, Grassy Park, Lansdowne, Steenberg and Mitchell's Plain under cluster commander Major General Gregory Gauss. And now, of course, many of these police stations are in areas plagued by gang violence and drug-related crimes. But the crime patterns and operations are different. There are issues around community policing and the dilemmas faced by residents living amidst criminals and gangsters. Then, of course, there are matters of policing at these stations. And in the case of the Mitchell's Plain Police Station, that big question mark hanging over the 15 state-issued 9mm pistols which went missing from the station. That we will unpack later in the show. All this and more is what we hope to unpack for the next two hours with our guests in studio, all hearty and alive. Cluster Commander Major General Gregory Ghost and a community crime activist Mr. Hanif Lunat. Uh, gentlemen, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah and good evening. Wa alaikum salam. Good evening. And thank you so much for being part of Burning Issue. So let's head straight into it. Let's start with crime patterns, pa- patterns within the Mitchell's Plain cluster. How are they different and uh, uh, now are the strategies and how are the strategies different? Would you like to go for that, uh, General? Yes, uh, first I want to say that uh, since my inception of the cluster, previously the cluster comprised of two stations, which was uh, Mitchell's Plain and uh, Lentegeer. Right. Under my command, it was increased with stations from the Nyanga cluster and the Weinberg cluster, Mm -hmm. which resulted in the fact that now I am faced with managing eight stations, of which all eight stations is gang-infested areas, and these stations are Mitchell's Plain, mm-hmm. Lentegeer, Strandfontein, Philippi, uh, Athlone, Lansdowne, Grassy Park, and uh, Steenberg. So when you look at the crime patterns of, of those particular stations, it is plagued by gang violence, in, in, and, and which results in the fact that our operations is totally focused on combating gang violence okay so we have in addition to that there are other sub uh, subsidiary uh, crime pat- crime uh, activities taking place but uh, in your estimate um, gang violence uh, uh, trumps all of them 
Yes, gang violence uh, raises the emotions of the community the most, and as a result, we have to focus on those ones. Okay, so what are strategies employed to curb gang violence uh, in the area? Well, we do searches of identified uh, Premises, mm-hmm. which we get as a result of information, right. which is provided by our crime intelligence. We also raid these places as a result of information that we receive from community members. And we also raid these places because we know it is gang strongholds or where these gangsters uh, hang out and in the, the most instances. We also do random stop and searches, uh, roadblocks, uh, etc., we are also checking currently gun owners' firearms because we also became aware that many of the guns that goes lost is either the owner as as deceased or it is the owner is a is a sporting person using firearms and has got mm-hmm. a lot of firearms in his possession. Right. And so that is the main focus of our cluster. Awesome. Okay, um, uh, Mr. Lunard, would you like to comment on that one? I mean, being a community activist and closely closely associated with the uh, Mitchell's Plain cluster, um, you know, uh, in terms of the community themselves, how how are they reciprocating efforts to curb gang violence? My contribution tonight will be to my detectors, okay. who have used their opportunities to lambast uh, General Goss and myself uh, on issues of crime. Uh, we have faced numerous attacks, mm-hmm. unfair and unjust attacks from certain members of the community mm-hmm. who used every opportunity to, 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 to discourage us sure. in what we are doing. Okay. And uh, tonight is our opportunity to put that record straight. Absolutely. That we have successfully uh, formed a formidable team between myself and him uh-huh. whilst I was the chairperson, before I was removed as the chairperson. I can tell you we faced many uh, challenges mm-hmm. during our, our period of uh, of policing right. uh, in the area. The general would admit mm-hmm. that uh, the knowledge that uh, I brought in as mm-hmm. a crime fighter to his office, mm-hmm. he was very much surprised. Awesome. And he was obviously uh, very helpful mm-hmm. uh, and through his authority we have dealt with many crimes that have been Push under the carpet by, obviously, the law enforcement entities mm-hmm. and uh, the courts itself. Awesome. Okay, on that note, it's time to go to the marketplace and pay the bills. We resume shortly after that. Keep it locked to 91.3 FM. This is The Burning Issue with myself, Mohammed Sheikh, tackling crime all the way in uh, Mitchell's Plain. And uh, we have with us in studio this evening, uh, General Major Ghost, as well as uh, community crime activist, uh, Mr. Hanif Lunet. So, yes, uh, we were talking about, uh, you know, aspects of crime patterns in the Mitchell's Plain cluster. And uh, we ch- touched briefly on some of the methods which the policing cluster um, actually do or commit to in terms of uh, trying to source out the weeds from... Uh, you know, a whole pile of uh, vegetation and uh, obviously bringing them to justice so in the form of searches, raids, information, intel, which I gather is an absolute vital uh, resource in uh, the policing forum. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, you know, in order to in order for us to appreciate the nature of uh, uh, these, the, uh, the violence and uh, as we've heard from a major ghost that uh, gang violence is, you know, the supreme uh, form of uh, injustice taking place in uh, the Mitchell's Plain community. 
Um, one thing that's pressing on my mind, uh, General, is uh, uh, how how do these uh, syndicates, how do these uh, gangs actually form, and uh, um, uh, what is their role within the community? What should the community be alert of as suspicious, not normal, not legal behavior? Well, I would say the most important thing is the fact that the gangsters are using unsuspecting uh, children. Okay. They also target families that has got financial problems. So they give them money and uh, long later on they take over their homes and the homes are used uh, to distribute drugs. Okay. They also use then their children as runners to, to transport and sell these drugs. So as parents, I my suggestion or advice to, to our communities out there is mm-hmm. to really keep your eye on your children. Sure. See who they are having conversations with, especially on cell phones. Mm-hmm. Cell phones is a very dangerous uh, uh, tool. It can be very useful and helpful in, a, in an emergency, but mm-hmm. in terms of promoting crime, this is one of the instruments that are also used to, to distribute and to market uh, mm-hmm. the drugs. So that is one of the, the points that I want to raise that the community must really be aware of. Sure. So children are the targets, their homes are used, and uh, basically the main source of income is derived from drugs. drugs. The, is it the manufacturing of drugs? Is it the importing of drugs? Uh, what, what, what does the whole operation revolve around? Well, the, the manufacturing is one aspect. Uh-huh. The transporting is another factor. Sure. The, the selling of it is also another factor. Right. And another factor that they also use is to create some kind of a false uh, 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 company mm-hmm. that is used as a front to, to push the drug money through. Right. In other words, to legitimize it. But uh, the community must just be watchful in terms of what is happening in the area mm-hmm. and report that to the police. But also when you have very sensitive information. Yes. Make sure that you report it to a police official that you can trust. Okay. Because in some instances, you find that you are reporting the information to people, and on the other hand, it lands back again to the very same criminals that we as the police are supposed to be targeting. Absolutely. So when you convey your information, make sure to who you are conveying the information. Okay, wonderful. 47913, do keep the SMSs rolling. Alternatively, via WhatsApp, 072-238-0712. Mr. Lunat, as a parent yourself and an activist in the community, what are some of the concerns raised by these particular parents of children who become active in crime based on either force, based on being captured by gang groups, etc.? What what can you tell them? It's unfortunate, Molana, uh, that uh, due to the socio-economic situation we find our communities in, mm-hmm. they are enticed into such criminality. Right. Uh, it's a viable business. It is a quick uh, get-rich uh, system. Mm-hmm. Uh, drugs is about the quickest way of enriching oneself. Right. And kids are, f- are looking at gangsters as as uh, peers mm-hmm. and they're looking at gangsters as role models mm-hmm. unfortunately uh, if you speak to kids in today's primary schools mm-hmm. 
I can guarantee you when you ask them what they're going to become and you'll hear they give you numbers. Wow. 26, 27s and the 28s. Right. This is what they've lived with. Okay. And they look at the way their elders, their uncles, their brothers in their homes are dressing, the types of cars they're driving, um, the lifestyle. Yes. Uh, obviously suits their, their future. Mm -hmm. And obviously they want to be part of that. It's just unfortunate that we find our kids in that circumstances. Sure. My advice to them is please stay away from gangsterism. Mm -hmm. It is not something that we should get ourselves involved in. Yeah. The minute you're involved in it, you cannot turn around. Sure. You are going to be a gangster for the rest of your life. The story where you become a preacherman after serving a sentence, mm -hmm. I believe that's all a hogwash mm -hmm. because you will be targeted. Yes. You become easy play for those that you're going to be crossing. Yes. Uh, so I don't really believe that uh, there's going to be a change in your lifestyle sure. uh, for the better. One, one of the aspects that residents uh, feel, you know, um, that doesn't work in their favor or they complain to us a lot about is the level of service at police stations. Many times police officials perhaps don't understand residents uh, due to either language or due to not seeing to their complaints. Uh, maybe they don't have sufficient equipment sometimes as basic as, uh, you know, uh, administration resources such as stationery. Um, why why are, are our police stations under-resourced? Firstly, and uh, uh, if supposing they do have adequate resourcing, um, why is it such that they cannot understand our residents, General? First and foremost, I can't say that the eight stations that I am managing that yes. they are under resourced. Okay, perfect. I have got stabilization members. Mm -hmm. I have got uh, Fiala members that is deployed in my area. Unlike right. in the past, I did not have those resources. Every station has got a reg that says, you know, the amount of resources, whether it is vehicles or human resources that mm -hmm. it is supposed to have. Right. And I am of the opinion and of the firm view that Mitchell's Plain Cluster has got enough resources to deal with their situation. Okay. The issue with regards to language, it is unfortunate that you will find that a, a African person speaking to an elderly uh, a colored lady that wants to speak Afrikaans and mm -hmm. this too, instead of agreeing, look, I will get someone that can translate what you are saying to me because I, I do not understand the Afrikaans. Yes. And, and, and I cannot speak the English on the other end. So mm -hmm. instead of the two parties meeting one another, another halfway so that the case can be taken, the proper information can be extracted from the complainant mm -hmm. and you have a proper dossier that is registered at the end of the day right so in my view it is also just the management then of these resources because mm -hmm. in every relief let me take it for instance mitchell's plane yes. the police station itself has got a colonel a lieutenant colonel mm -hmm. that is a relief commander so the level of seniority at that station is is high enough to have proper command and control so okay. you, we should not have such kind of uh, complaints oh, and sure. any member of the public who does have a complaint like that where he has come to the police station and registered or, or reported a complaint and could not have been helped as a result of a language barrier must seriously be reported okay so that we can deal with those issues sure um i'm going to go into the reporting segment now in terms of crime and uh, you know the general general aspect going to the police station reporting a crime opening a docket or filling in an affidavit for whatever purpose uh, you know is intended for uh, i think that's about the general 
the general conception of people. That's about as much as they do know. Um, what what is offered to them, in addition to you know having this belief that the docket is going to be open, the case is opened, and you know I'm getting contacted by the investigating officer, and that's where it stands. Uh, what more is offered to our community in general? Well, after the case has been registered and opened, you need to get a case number. Right. Once you have got your case number, you need to know who is your investigating officer. Sure. The investigating officer is duty-bound to inform that complainant about the developments of his case. Okay. From time to time, he also has to liaise with this complainant. If he says, I'm not getting any information right. in order for me to solve this case, so up to the point that there is an agreement between the investigator and the complainant that there is not enough information, you know, to really pursue this matter. But the investigator must walk the road with the complainant until the case is closed. Sure. The complainant shouldn't come to the police station and then find out mm -hmm. that his case has been closed as undetected. Absolutely. Now, you know, the, we've, we've looked, uh, we focused a little bit on the community themselves, on advising the community not to get involved in gangsterism and to report illegal suspicious behavior by community members that are known to be involved in gang violence or contributing i think both are equal parties to crime you know even if you're not actively actively involved but if you're housing a gang member uh, or if you're housing any person for that matter that uh, uh, is party to crime then you are you are you know liable just as much so you know in terms of people one of the things that governs the conscience of people is fear and they are obviously under this impression that if I have to report, uh, you know, a particular activity or person or group for that matter, uh, my life would be in danger. Mm. Uh, what protection are we giving our community members to speak up, to come across, to not be shy, to not fear and, you know, um, release such sensitive information uh, to people whom they trust in terms of the policing forum? What, what, what are we offering them? Look, there is a witness protection program. Okay. So for an investigator, you, you need to also make the investigator aware that, look, the information that I'm giving to you is sensitive. Mm -hmm. The mere fact that I am reporting this case now to you even is going to place my life in danger, mm -hmm. which then says that this witness needs to be protected. Right. You can't wait for the moment that the witness is attacked or killed because then your case is down the drain. Okay. So those kind of facts the community must relay to the investigator. Okay. But the fact that, look, the information that I'm divulging now is going to place my life in danger. So you need to provide protection for me. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, like I have said previously, and I want to reiterate that, if you give information to a police member and you do not trust him mm -hmm. with the information, yes. then you should rather not report it to him. Okay. You must be able to trust this person, especially where you know that the mere fact that I'm reporting this thing is going to expose me. Mm -hmm. You need to then ensure that this person will be able to look after my safety. Okay. So, so there's a lot of mechanisms that the police has. Yes. In particular, the the confidentiality confidentiality clause. Right. The protection mm -hmm. as a witness, and and many other issues that we can do in order to ensure that our witness is safe, which yes. is the obligation mm -hmm. of the police. Absolutely, Mr. Lunant, uh, your take just on uh, uh, protection for yeah. witnesses. Just on uh, what General said, adding to that. The minute you find 
suspicious mm -hmm. that uh, whatever you've relayed to the officer mm -hmm. and has gone back to the the, the the accused person, right? you have the right to report that to General Goss's office, Okay. where he will then open a, a brown file against that particular officer and investigate right. his conduct. Mm -hmm. This happens very often, and a lot of people walk away okay. uh, mistrusting the police without raising... And that is why police go on doing what they're doing. The colluding ones we're referring to, who yes. are in their minority. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they collude with these gangsters and these criminals doesn't allow us to bring, uh, to book, and the accountability sure. of these criminals. So my advice is, if you know of any instance where you had afforded the police with information, mm -hmm. and that information had gone back to the uh, person you complained against, mm -hmm. please... Don't be scared. Let a case be open. We need to bring these cases upon these police officers yes. who are losing the trust of our communities and who are blackening the names mm -hmm. of good officers within the system. Sure. And I think uh, definitely something to take to heart. So we've uh, shifted focus a little bit from, you know, the community in terms of their protection for speaking out, uh, you know, via the witness programs, as well as the Confidentiality and Protection Acts, as well as, you know, the um, uh, we, we've uh, changed focus a little bit now to actual misconduct, not just by gangsters, but by police officials themselves who collude with criminals in order to ensure that whatever wrongdoing in terms of gang violence happens in the community is filtered through such an extent that even, uh, you know, people themselves uh, just become totally, you know, obnoxious with the situation. Um, how is it that a particular officer does such and such and gets away? But on that note, uh, you know, that's our talking point for what's coming after the next ad break. Stay tuned to 91.3 FM. Ninety-one point three FM. It is. This is the burning issue with myself, Muhammad Sheikh, and we are tackling crime. We are tackling, uh, you know, issues in the Mitchell's Plain area. And uh, some of the points that uh, have riddled, uh, you know, community members, whether it's criminals themselves or police in the guise of criminals protecting criminals and at the same time colluding such that uh, crime is always on a high rise and uh, costing costing the government costing you know uh, local citizens substantial amounts of money in uh, the year and uh, are joining us in studio our guests uh, for this particular evening general uh, gregory goss i think it's all three g's inside uh, <laughs> so uh, i think i'm also trying to uh, you know make sure i get that one right so it's not ghost apologies for that previously general gregory goss and uh, community activist community crime activist mr hanif lunat so yes we are talking we are talking crime we are talking issues that are plaguing our com uh, policing forum as well as our communities so yes uh, yes indeed um, one of the aspects that comes to mind is the general system the general uh, you know the police stations uh, prior to uh, you know general general's appointment and uh, you know over the years basically one of the aspects is uh, you know the capacity and efficiency of the police stations in responding to you know, building community trust such that people can open up to them, General. Do you think that's uh, Do you think that's a great possibility currently? Uh, can I just have the gist of the question now? So basically, um, you know, we we are here to create trust to our community. Uh, you've mentioned earlier on that uh, uh, people should report 
you know, their crimes to people, community policing, people who they trust. And how, how do we determine trust in policing officers when we know that there are those that actually protect criminals? How do we, how do we identify a trustable uh, community policing officer? Well, there's not only uh, support or protection from within the police ranks. There's also support and protection within the community ranks. Because if you look, for instance, at the instance of the complaint that our members went to attend, for instance, in Mitchell's Plain, mm -hmm. where a girl was raped and killed, in Philippi, where a man was murdered, in Steenburg also where a girl was raped, a schoolgirl was raped and killed, the police went there mm -hmm. to point out the crime scene and in the Philippines in one instance to arrest the perpetrators. The community actually turned on the police and stoned the very police that came to arrest the criminals. Sure. So we are, we are not faced only with that situation from, from within our own system. Yes. And like I've said before, if you convey information to a person, mm -hmm. especially crime information, if you are not sure that you cannot trust the person, mm -hmm. then you should not. You must rather report it then to a different station, mm -hmm. away from that police station if you suspect there are elements within the police station or that specific unit mm -hmm. that will divulge this information to these criminals. Sure. Um, if I may, on the incidents of, uh, you know, trust building and uh, uh, reliable officers that we know we can release sensitive information to, um, as part of the policing uh, forum, and this is something that I'm curious about, I'm not really sure statistics-wise, um, is there any form of, uh, you know, independent kind of auditing that gets done to ensure that, uh, you know, police officers regularly keep up to the task and oath that they take to serve the country? Look at every police station, there's supposed to be a suggestion box. Right. If you've been in the police station, for instance, and you find that the officers was unfriendly and unhelpful, or you feel that they did not help you properly mm -hmm. when you've reported your crime, there's a suggestion box which should be on the counter of every police station mm -hmm. where you can write Whatever suggestion you have, and if it is a complaint, you can report a one-on-one complaint, mm -hmm. and it must be investigated. So I would say that the community has got enough recourse. Mm -hmm. It's just the cooperation and the commitment from both sides, whether it's the police or the community, right. that we have this information. What do we do with the information? I know where they are stashing guns away, but I'm scared mm -hmm. because I fear for my life. So am I going to report this? Because if I do not report it, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that I cannot be killed with that guns sure. that has not been reported. When I report it, do I report it to the right police officials that is going to take the right action mm -hmm. in order to eradicate these firearms on our street? So what I'm saying again, communities must make sure, for, for, for instance, in every uh, sector, there is a sector commander. Mm -hmm. Lies with the sector commander, get to know him. Yes. And if you are sure you can trust him, then you can convey your information to him. If not him, there's a branch commander, there's a station commander, and there's a Vispol commander. And ultimately, if you're not satisfied with them, there's the cluster commander. Right. If you are not satisfied with them, you can even then go to the provincial office and say, I want to report this complaint to the provincial commissioner. Okay. Because I feel that 
the level where I am now, I do not trust the people, mm-hmm. and especially with regards to my safety, if I divulge the information that I have. Okay, so you are you are at liberty to reach as high as possible to yes. release uh, sensitive information, and it it uh, basically upon your safety, upon your discretion. Yes. You feel that it's not happening on the ground. Um, if I want, I can go as far as provincial, maybe even national, even for that matter. Minister, even the minister for that Okay, matter. so yes, there is there is that recourse. And I think uh, uh, ultimately it's left to the choice of our community members how much they want to participate in curbing crime, f- crime for themselves and their communities. And I think that also answers the question from uh, 4084, how does one know that the complaint is given to a trustworthy police? And uh, I think uh, General has just alluded to that. Uh, uh, 7505, uh, to the guest in studio the guns and ammo continue to disappear from the police safes i believe it's high time for cameras to be installed particularly where firearms are being stored keep up the good work to both you your effort is being applauded and appreciated salam nizam 7505 shukran for that uh, camera systems in storage areas is there something like that deployed uh, general in police stations there is cameras okay uh, in some instances, they are not functioning, and it is the responsibility of that station management to ensure, because mm-hmm. it is not only for the purposes of firearms or any equipment that can disappear from mm-hmm. the station. It is also for when the station is under attack that you have visuals that you are able to see what has transpired uh, uh, during that attack. For okay. instance, was the members that was on duty, whether they were alert or whether they were sleeping on duty. Mm -hmm. So that is in actual fact, not only for that sole purpose. Mm -hmm. It is in general so that if you do not have any witness, you would have the visual support to support your case. Which is uh, admissible evidence in court for that matter as well. Mr. Lunant? Adding to what General has just uh, alluded to, we need to admit very boldly Mm -hmm. that the missing guns is an issue. Mm It's not something that has just started now. It has been coming a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we need to deal with it. And our general has taken the right action. Mm-hmm. He has, as the head of the cluster, suspended the said uh, uh, officers, right. including the head of the station. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, the, in the instance of his cluster, mm-hmm. the other police station does not fall under his cluster. Okay. And we need to boldly admit that this does not only include these two uh, police stations, Belwood South and obviously uh, uh, Mitchell's Plain. Yes. We can admit that it is happening at many other stations. Just yesterday we had the arrest of an officer, mm-hmm. two days ago an uh, officer who comes from Athlone who was in possession of a firearm that went missing from the station. Wow. So we need to admit that this is happening. Sure. The community needs to come to, to the party. Mm-hmm. They need to re- remember these criminals are not aliens. Yes. They're human beings. They come from our communities. Mm-hmm. We know who they are. We know who's in possession of guns. We as family members know who's been carrying guns. Mm-hmm. If we're not going to speak out, these very members are going to become a curse to our families. Mm -hmm. They're going to use those firearms on our own family members, on our neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. So we are going to be guilty Mm -hmm. just as much as those that use these firearms. So my plea to our people that these are not aliens, these are our community members. Let's speak out. Mm -hmm. Let's give them... Uh, let us get them account, uh, accountable to the mm-hmm. policing system in this country. Okay, on that note, inshallah, it's now time to touch down quickly for an ad break. We'll resume shortly thereafter. Keep it locked to 91.3 FM.
Welcome back, respected listeners. 91.3 FMAT is Shukran for the comments coming through. Yes, do send them 47913 via our WhatsApp or SMS line, alternatively via WhatsApp 072380712. We are talking crime, we are talking uh, measures taken by the policing forums in the Mitchell's Plain cluster that has uh, eight divisions underneath it under General uh, general Major, uh, that's uh, Gregory Goss, and a community activist that he's closely working with uh, in order to ensure that community participation as well as, uh, you know, the efforts by the uh, policing forums are interlinked for the benefit and upkeep of our community. Um, 2252, Assalamu alaikum to the panel, General Goss and Mr. Lunat, very informative discussion, very much needed that our community needs to be made aware. It's programs like these that educate and uplift the community. Thank you, Shukran VOC, for making the program possible. Keep up the good work, General and Mr. Lunat. Your efforts your F for your efforts in eradicating crime it is appreciated shukran for that uh, 2252 yes you can continue sending whatsapp dedications messages comments queries 072238 0712 uh, touching down now quickly on gang violence uh, before we break for isha in the next uh, four minutes or so um is gang violence becoming more and more out of control general I wouldn't say it's becoming because we've we've had it reasonably under control. Okay, that's good to know. But during the month of August, we had a serious surge in in uh, attacks of of gang violence mm-hmm. and also incidents where our community are caught in the crossfire between right. between these gangsters. Mm-hmm. And these gangsters don't have respect for life. If they want to shoot, they don't think whether this is an elderly person walking there. Mm-hmm. or a small child that is playing uh, in the park or in the street. They shoot and they shoot indiscriminately. Okay. And that is why it is important for community <coughs> members to report any suspicious thing that they see to the police so that we can ensure their safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can only be of help to the community if the community really allows us and trusts us to, to, assist us, to assist them with their safety. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, this weekend we had a very good uh, arrest. Uh, the sister of, of, of Fadwan Murphy, mm-hmm. where we recovered a firearm, we recovered drugs, and people thought that we have uh, left our fight mm-hmm. with that people. But as we are speaking now, that lady is currently in custody. Okay. So uh, it is this kind, this kind of information from the community that will assist us in bringing these people uh, uh, to justice. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, Mr. Lunat, in your experience with communities, who are some of the main gang uh, main gang groups operating in the Cape Flats? Uh, one of the names that General just mentioned now, he was protected in the past by certain uh, SEPS members okay. and the judiciary. Wow. He got away with murder. Uh, his cases were thrown out. Whenever he was arrested, he was uh, released. Uh, his case, his dockets were closed. Uh, obviously, he had the judiciary, the criminal justice system under control. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've made sure that we've closed those loopholes. Okay. Uh, there was a stage where his case was thrown out a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a hoo-ha on the social media and in the newspapers where his... Uh, 
His case being thrown out was celebrated, uh, which was short-lived, and I told the people that I can assure you that we will get that case reinstated. Mm -hmm. It was uh, thrown out on a technicality, and a few days later we had it reinstated. Uh, we're going to make sure that we're going to fight this corrupt plot. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to assist uh, General Goss while he's there. Mm -hmm. uh, we know that he won't be there at, uh, at the end of the year. He's going into retirement. Okay. Uh, he's reached his age, uh, and I'm sure that's going to be done uh, with the pleasure of many around detractors mm -hmm. in, uh, in the Western Cape sure. who wants to see his back. Mm -hmm. Girls that uh, colluded and made sure that they used CPFs uh, systematically in removing me. Mm -hmm. So it suits the plans and the, uh, the ideologies of certain criminal-minded uh, individuals who act as if they are fighting for the uh, safety and security of our people but have other ideas. Mm -hmm. We are aware of them. Uh, it is unfortunate that community police forums have been infiltrated professionally mm -hmm. by criminals. Gangsters have learned how to get their, mem uh, their representatives on board. By the time we realize that who these criminals are, it's too late. Mm -hmm. uh, they've got five years of office. And in five years, they could cause tremendous damage. Okay. And they could set us back mm -hmm. uh, years of fighting crime. Sure. And uh, this is very scary, but true. That um, those that we believe are fighting for our uh, protection are actually uh, causing our demise mm -hmm. as communities. The Burning Issue with Ridwan Ahmed. 91.3 FM is with myself, Mohammed Sheikh, filling in for Ridwan Ahmed this, off, this evening, rather. And uh, with us in studio, we're talking about uh, the Mitchell's Plain Cluster, as well as, uh, you know, um, aspects of crime, gang violence on the escalating aspect, according to our community. But yes, it's under control, the assurance from uh, General Gregory Goss, uh, who is the cluster head of all these different police stations, and uh, community activist, Mr. Honey Flunet in the studio. Uh, 47913 is our SMS line. Alternatively, via WhatsApp 072238 0712. Um, uh, I, I, if I may request, uh, do keep our comments relevant to the show and uh, to the content that we are speaking about. Unfortunately, we cannot tackle every single crime related question, uh, you know, facing, uh, you know, um, our communities out there, but relevant to Mitchell's Plain, relevant to the show, relevant to, um, you know, you know, crime, gang violence. That's what we're talking about. Um, three nine four eight, Mr. Lunat and General Goss. I take my hat off you to, uh, of you two. Last year, my sister's son was shot and killed, and even though these guys were caught, uh, practicality uh, seconds later with the guns on them, the case was still thrown. Thanks to Mr. Lunat and General Goss, the case are back on the roll and are being investigated. Just shows you the are uh, good ones among the corrupt ones. Shukran for that. Three nine four eight. Do remember our lines are now open. Zero two one four four two three five three zero. Let us know what are your thoughts, what is your opinions, and uh, do. Contribute effectively to our program, the burning issue this evening. Okay, so we do have uh, a lengthy SMS, a lengthy WhatsApp message, rather, 2767, uh, with a few questions, and I'll go through them one by one. The first one Who is the operational commander of the stability unit set up by the provincial commissioner, General Jula? 
Okay. Uh, so that's the 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 first uh, the first uh, question. Um, the second one: Why were the guns used by the stability units stored at the Mitchell's Plain Police Station? Okay, that's a very specific question. Um, and then number three: Are they are these stability unit guns part of the inventory of SAPS Mitchell's Plain? And if not, why was the operational commander of the stability unit not suspended? Okay. Um, I would imagine, uh, respected listeners, yes, some of these questions are kind of interlinked. And, uh, you know, given the, given the nature of uh, leadership as well as, you know, in the commission of the commissioners, um, obviously there are going to be a sense of, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, politics involved. As which is uh, as which is evident right through you know in different sectors of society. So um, you know um, if these questions are related specifically to the content at hand, I would read them. Um, but if it's something absolutely specific that's not relevant to our community, meaning there is no benefit that will come out of them. Uh, personally, I would not like to divulge too much into them. But uh, moving moving on. Um, uh, especially also with uh, names of individuals and so forth. Um, I think, uh, you know, uh, the given it's a general topic, let's rather refrain from such things. Um, but okay, um, number four, or number five rather, Intel received indicate that three of the stolen Mitchell's plane guns were recovered from gangsters in Mannenberg over the past weekend. Why has the police not given feedback to the community about this? I think that's uh, that's a fair response. So this comes from two seven six two seven six seven. Colin, thank you, Colin. Uh, the WhatsApp message yeah. reads from there. Okay, so yes, uh, there are SMSs, there are messages coming through. Absolute specifics with identities of people. I will not be obliged to read them. Uh, unfortunately, we cannot just disclose identities of people uh, involved in investigations and so forth. So yes, uh, do, do keep it kosher, do keep it relevant to our show and uh, we, we will definitely be, uh, you know, we will definitely be uh, happy to read these messages and WhatsApp, uh, uh, WhatsApp messages out as well. Okay, so uh, I believe uh, our general has got his uh, script ready uh, in response to those questions. Um, but if I may if I may, you know, um, okay, we'll come back to this WhatsApp later. General, I believe you have some answers for us. Let's let's head <coughs> straight to that. Yes, uh, the stability unit, the stability units is uh, deployed not only in Mitchell's Plain. It is deployed right through the province where where there's a surge in violence. Mm -hmm. So for each operation, there is an operational commander. Right. The caller does not know that the investigation of this matter is still ongoing. Okay. And uh, there is other members that I believe will ultimately also be suspended and also be charged. Right. In particular, the ones that was in control okay. of these members whilst they were on duty. Mm -hmm. Why the guns is stored at Mitchell's Plain? It must be kept at Mitchell's Plain because it, it is under the inventory of Mitchell's Plain. It belongs to that station, so it cannot be kept anywhere else. And then with regards to the stolen firearms that was recovered in Man Manenberg, it's news now to me to hear 
from the caller that there was three firearms because my information that I got is the only one firearm okay. that was recovered in Menenberg and then there's other firearms that has been recovered in other areas which I do not want to divulge at this point because this is a very sensitive investigation. Mm-hmm. So I think the caller must get his facts right because there's only one firearm that was recovered in Menenberg and also that firearm was recovered abandoned after we got some good information from the community also. Okay, so these things are uh, ongoing and uh, sensitive information, sensitive investigation. Um, so w- we will get community feedback on this, uh, General? Yes, yes. We will get community sure. feedback. Okay, these, so these until such time, the investigation has either come to a close or to a more finite uh, uh, resolution. We shall get information on that. Yes, and the investigation is ongoing still. Okay, Mr. Lunat? Uh, just adding, I know where those questions are coming from. Uh, I haven't read it. I haven't seen who the, the writer thereof is. Uh-huh. But my advice to this individual on air mm-hmm. is please do not politicize crime in the Western Cape. Right. Don't use this to get your own agenda mm-hmm. on the table. Uh, my, my, my humble request to him is he needs to be clean. Right. He must come out clear, uh, raise the issues in the interests of our people who are suffering at the hands of criminals. Yes. And not to do it at the hands of certain individuals who are looking for positions within the policing structures. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they must stop being spokespersons right. for these individuals. I am humbly asking him to retract such questions in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been using social media, uh, attacking, detracting us as crime fighters. And he's, oh, he's come out second best in most of these instances. Okay. My humble request to him is, please, if you are really sincere mm-hmm. in the fight against crime, mm-hmm. and you really care about your people, mm-hmm. then let's become matured people, people, and let's deal with this in a mature manner. Okay. On that note, time to touch down to the marketplace. Stay tuned to 91.3 FM. The Voice of the Cape. Welcome back, respected listeners. 91.3 FM it is, and we are talking uh, Mitchell's Plain, the community in Mitchell's Plain, the policing forums in Mitchell's Plain. And uh, I think there is one strong message that rings throughout this. Do not politicize the efforts of crime. And uh, every person that wants to contribute, the community, etc., we cannot be clashing heads and clashing arms, uh, you know, literally in terms of our efforts towards crime if we want to achieve noticeable uh, and meaningful difference in our community. So, yes, uh, that's a strong message coming from Mr. Lunat and our other guest in studio, uh, General Gregory Goss. I have to say that uh, very slowly, uh, Faiz, uh, you know, <laughs> it's definitely, definitely tongue twisting. But on that note, uh, lines are open, 021-442-3530. Do let us know what you think, what are your queries, what are your concerns, and, uh, you know, keep it within the general scope of the community, for the community information, for the community, uh, you know, uh, form of uh, uh, interests, and not uh, any personal gain or ulterior motives for that matter. So nonetheless, yes, that is how our stream and our focus is channeling for this particular evening. 27 minutes past the hour of 7, 47913. Your SMS is alternatively 072 There's an S interesting one that comes in, 7525. How can one track a criminal who has disappeared? The police say they cannot help. Um, okay, we don't have exact specifics, but the general outline. General, would you like to respond to that? How can one track a criminal who has disappeared? The police say they cannot help. No, I... I 
I don't think somebody can just disappear from the face of the earth. Even if he has been killed and he has been buried, mm-hmm. we, we, we should be able to track a person, even if we have to uh, get someone out of the grave where he was buried. Okay. You know, in some instances where people are killed and they are buried under the soil. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, it is just the way that the, the confirmation is conveyed properly. Right. And uh, the police also then does a proper investigation. Okay, so um, uh, 28 minutes past the hour of 8. I do believe we have a caller online. Caller, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. You see, the, the, the point that the time going on around this within uh, uh, area mm-hmm. is that uh, most of the people know the perfect status are, but they are controlled by perfect because uh, the perfect status them and threaten them. They hide the guns. They they hide whatever they can hide, and if they are questioned, then they don't know anything, but they do know. So the point is this, the police room, uh, people must get to the people, man, that is the thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Inshallah, Amin. Inshallah, Amin. Shukran so right. much for that call, I do appreciate it. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullah. Okay, Mr. Lunat, your no, response I, to I'd that? I'd like to respond to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sympathize with the community when it comes to fear of the, the reprisals. Mm-hmm. We need to admit that many of these gangsters, uh, drug lords mm-hmm. in our communities, have manipulated communities. Right. They they've become the bread uh, givers. They've they've become the le- uh, the people that supplies the funds mm-hmm. to pay for the school fees, and in and as such, a uh, community has become obligated to them. Yes. That is why when General said that when we carry out investigations and arrest that the community turns on the police. Because to them, uh, these are saviors. Mm-hmm. These are people that put bread and butter on the tables. These are people that pay for their school kids' uh, fee- school fees, uh, that pay their rents, pay their water and lights. And with that in mind, uh, people are now scared to speak out against this very... Little do they realize that these people tomorrow are going to become... Uh, people that are going to take the lives of their fam- immediate families. Mm-hmm. So they need to, to watch that this is short-term assistance. Long-term, these are threats to you as a community. So those are some of the th- uh, reasons why people don't speak out, and these are some of the reasons why people protect these criminals mm-hmm. from the police. Absolutely. And I think uh, our communities need to feel empowered. They don't need to, uh, you know, feel threatened. They don't need to feel uh, that there are no resources, there are no forms of help or assistance available. And it's good that we're speaking about it. Um, so, yes, definitely, Crime Mitchell's Plain, do give us a call if uh, you want to contribute. 021-442-3530. Now, uh, focusing on a little bit on policing strategies and, you know, what is expected of our community our policing forums rather um, basically you know um, the discovery in August that 15 state issued 9 millimeter pistols were missing from the Mitchell's Plain police station 14 Mitchell's Plain police officers have since been suspended of course there's a lot of anger around this as stolen weapons are one of the main reasons in the spike in gang violence um, you know the report also says that General Goss gave an instruction to store several guns at Mitchell's Plain police station these guns were being used by the stability unit so this comes from an independent and independent uh, independent uh, um, a source of uh, media information would you like to respond to that uh, general well I did not give an instruction that 
the guns should be stored at Mitchell's Plain. Uh-huh. It, is, it is police policy and procedures that mm-hmm. the inventory holder is supposed to ensure the safety of the firearms and not only the firearms, all the police equipment that is allocated to that specific police station. Yes. Okay. Um, focusing on WhatsApp line, yes, they are streaming through. Do keep it rolling. 3978 Salams Evening. Who do I contact if I'm being stalked by a police officer? I really do not want to go to where he works because I have tried but nothing was done. So what do I do now? It's been two years of hell. Uh, it's important that we find out which uh, station this particular police officer belongs to. Mm-hmm. If it falls under these eight police stations, the general Gregory Goss is in charge of, I can assure you he will deal with it if you approach him mm-hmm. at his office. He's got an open door attitude. Please relay to him and I promise you action will be taken. Okay. If it is any of these eight stations. right. If it's outside these eight stations, speak to him and he will then uh, afford your, your information to the relevant, important mm-hmm. and trustable uh, individuals. Okay. Um, 82A3, back to the SMS line. Maslam, the shooting here in Blickistorp is terrible. I'm a single parent to three kids, fearing for our lives. Dark police don't pitch up working uh, where working people are. Um, they they have to undergo gunpoint in the early morning on their way to work. Kanala, assist our community. Shukran. Where would the Delft police uh, station, which cluster would that fall under, General? It falls under the Blue Downs uh, cluster, um, General Beaton. Okay. I will. I will certainly also relay that uh, information to, to him. To him. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Um, shukran for that. Two one zero one. Assalam. I disagree. They don't have gangs under control. They are growing daily. Peace among gangs mean nothing. They strategize and recoup. The guns mean nothing. They have access to an endless supply of ammo. They can afford top criminal lawyers. We saw who attended that slain lawyer's funeral. Uh, okay, I'm not sure referring to which slain lawyer referring to uh, 2101, but uh, there's definitely some points in there. They can afford yeah. top, uh, top-notch top lawyers, uh, yeah. Mr. Luna. Yes, it's unfortunate that we need to admit boldly mm-hmm. that uh, these guys are brazen. Uh, they have the means, the financial means, to control the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can buy off ministers, they can buy off high-ranking police officers. Uh, it's a criminal justice system that's letting us down. Right. And we need to boldly admit this, mm-hmm. that it is unfortunate that when good, honest, dedicated police do their job, mm-hmm. that the criminal justice system lets us down. We've seen the knowing of cases with clear-cut evidence mm-hmm. being thrown out of court. This cannot be acceptable. And I understand the sentiments uh, portrayed by the person uh, who has sent the SMS. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sympathize with you. We need to admit uh, we need to deal with this. We need to take on mm-hmm. the minister uh, when imbizos are are being kept. Right. We need to speak out. We need uh-huh. to raise the sentiment sure. because these are sentiments that really are the causes of crime escalating in our communities. Mm-hmm. Um, two, three, five, eight, and this is uh, also linked to the judiciary, right? Why can't gangs? be prosecuted under the Terrorism Act and can or will the policemen guilty of stealing firearms be prosecuted for murder? <coughs> General, would you like to comment on that one? I, I do not really actually, in particular these, this situation currently because uh, previously they also did 
disappear firearms and there was no consequences. But in this particular case, there is consequences now where people have been suspended. Mm-hmm. And if found guilty, they will definitely be dismissed. Even those steps that has been taken can never make up for the loss of a life. Right. If a person has lost his life mm-hmm. through the negligence of any person. And yes. it's not only police guns that gets lost. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of institutions. There's people that are doing sporting. Uh, they've got a lot of firearms that they use to, to, to practice the sport of shooting. Yes. And there's people in our communities that deceased, that the firearms is left behind and then also lands in the hands of the criminals. Okay. So in general, we must talk about all firearms that gets onto our streets mm-hmm. because any firearm, it's not only those that comes out of the police uh, possession that will kill communities, all firearms. Okay. Um, f- another one, 2401. How come drugs drugs then can, or probably drug dealers then, can operate for years? Drug dens, sorry, apologies for that. Shukran Faiz is keeping me on the loop with the SMS line. How come drug dens can operate for years without closing? Instead, they will arrest the customer. How come these people have more rights? Hmm, interesting. Um, they can operate for years, but meanwhile the customer, when the customer uh, you know, g- gets in possession of these drugs, um, there's no trace back, or the trace doesn't usually go back to the dealer. And uh, yes, General, I think you have some thoughts on your mind. Well, it's very difficult when you arrest someone that is in possession of drugs, mm-hmm. because the dealer is a dealer. You have, to, you have to set a trap for him, you understand? Yes. And many of these people that you do arrest in possession of the drugs are not prepared to even divulge that information on where they bought the drugs mm-hmm. or who is the person dealing. If you have that kind of uh, statement from a, a, a perpetrator caught in possession of drugs, mm-hmm. then obviously you will be able to prosecute the dealer. But in the variety of cases, the majority, they do not want to divulge even where they bought the drugs. Sure. And they can't be subpoenaed also to divulge uh, information relating to where they source the drugs? No, you can't do that. Okay, legally, they're not, uh, you, we cannot do that. Okay, so that doesn't really uh, truly work for us. 3838, Salaam, question for both General Goss and Hanif Lunat. What does one do when there is no communication from CID department, Mitchell's plane, with regards to a case involving a firearm being stolen during a hijacking incident on Spine Road in March 2017? Uh, to date, no correspondence from the investigating officer, even though I had a meeting with the HOD of CID, Mitchell's plane. I wouldn't know if the firearm has been found or not. At a loss here, 3838, and that comes from Shukran Tanks, Miguel. 3838. Okay, so um, no follow-up, I would imagine, and the, the person is not certain if the firearm was recovered or not, is what I'm hearing. Um, 3838. Um, In response to that, uh, it's totally unacceptable. Mm-hmm. It's normal procedure that the investigating officer is consistently in contact right. with the complainant. Okay. You should keep the complainant informed of the, mat- of the case. Sure. If that hasn't happened, and if it falls under these eight stations, yes, general has a special officer designated at cluster level, right? Who will investigate these claims? Okay, who so it's basically ha- checking up on he the checks officers on the station uh, heads. Okay, of detect- uh, detectors. Perfect. So the person, Miguel, you can reach uh, General Ghost. I think I will leave the office details later to the end of the show. So do stay tuned up until uh, 9 p.m. for that. Um, still returning to the WhatsApp lines. Um, 
Okay, Assalamu alaikum. For the safety of listeners, can numbers be refrained to be announced? Yes, indeed. That is why we do not par- we give a partial number so that the listener who is sending the question gets acknowledged that his uh, um, his message has been received or not. But yes, shukran for that. Um, Salam, South Africa is best in Africa, but pity some South Africans that don't see that. We come from outside South Africa. We destroyed our countries. Um, we uh, we come from Somalia. We got to look after South Africa ourselves. Shukran, Mr. Malim, uh, who is a Somalian living in Weinberg. Okay, so uh, the foreigners' plight as well, Mr. Lunat. Yes, uh, crime does not only affect us South Africans. It affects every uh, individual living in this country and sharing its uh, bounties uh-huh. uh, in some way or the other. Uh, crime really affects the foreigners more than it affects our local people. Mm-hmm. If you can really go into investigation and, uh, and try and check out the truth uh, on the crime issues, mm-hmm. you will find that these individuals have been victimized. Some of them, their lives taken mm-hmm. randomly. Uh, they, they don't only face our local criminals. They yes. have their own criminals from their own countries sure. that are targeting them and, uh, and obviously putting them at risk. Okay. Um, 1719, as interview is currently on Radio Philippi, Hanover Park, CPF, is held at police station. Um, there is a person, a name of a person that is present there. I would like to know how a CPF is elected. Who elects a CPF, Community Policing Forum, if, uh, if I'm understanding that correctly? What is their functions and can political party members be elected on the CPF structure? Jazakallah. I think that's a very important one, Mr. Hanif. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a lengthy uh, reply that you will need on this one, but I will try and just give you the gist of it. Sure. This, the, the, the CPF existing should have had a list of organizations that fall within the precinct. Mm-hmm. These organizations are supposed to be registered with the constitution presented. Mm-hmm. They must be bona fide organizations, not fly by night. Must be organizations that are known by the community. Mm-hmm. And these, communi- uh, these organizations are then invited to this AGM or special general meeting. Mm-hmm. And at this meeting, these organizations are the only ones allowed, the representatives of these organizations. Mm-hmm. Each organization has one representative right. who has the right to nominate and elect uh, that is vote mm-hmm. for the individual who will be nominated. At right. It is important that the people that are nominated come from these organizations. Okay. For the simple reason that there's accountability mm-hmm. and uh, terms of reference, you can go back to the organization yes. and hold this person liable. Okay. And this is how the, uh, where the question mm-hmm. is only can the political parties, political parties cannot uh, v- uh, vote. Uh, I, 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 sorry, they have the right to vote, but they cannot come on. On, on as executive members of the uh, organ, uh, of the CPF itself. Okay, um, let us go quickly, inshallah, for our ad breaks. Yes, the WhatsApp messages are streaming in quick and fast. Uh, we are enjoying uh, these comments coming through. Do keep it locked to ninety one point three FM. The voice of the gate. Welcome back. Yes, ninety one point three FM, and uh, such a wonderful, entertaining discussion. Uh, enlightening rather is the better word uh, um, uh, crime in Mitchell's Plain and what's being done caller online I believe caller assalamu alaikum 
Walaikum salam. Can I pose a question to Mr. Stanley for Lunat? Sure. Mr. Lunat, um, you laid out it so clearly about CPFs. Mm-hmm. I would like to know about this dysfunction CPF in which explain what are you doing about it? And um, then my second question goes to General Gosh. Um, I would like to know from the general what is he doing about night courts in Mitchell's Plain? First of all, the justice system is failing our people where bails is concerned for these criminals. And where the corruption really starts is at the night courts. Mr. Uh, general Goss, I think you should uh, sort out that station where Mr. Davis and Mr. Ferguson is concerned. Thank you. Okay, Shukran, for that caller, definitely, I mean, from the community, the heart of the community, we'll get your response, Mr. Lunat. Yeah, the response of uh, an ineffective CPF, uh, I totally agree with you. We have ego-riding individuals running the CPF there, and I can clearly say they were instrumental in my removal. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't want to use this opportunity of lambasting them. Okay. But the truth is that these individuals don't even belong in the Mitchell's Plain area. Okay. And they are running this. Uh, they've they've got on board with lies. They came on board as SACP members, which is a non-existing political party in the uh, in the Mitchell's Plain area. Mm-hmm. Uh, these these are unfortunate circumstances that we find ourselves. That CPFs are run by individuals mm-hmm. who don't deserve to be where they are. They got there through corruption. They got there through collusion, mm-hmm. and they got there through to assistance mm-hmm. from the Department of Community Safety and st- therefore I, I am afraid that uh, I cannot help uh, the lady at end on the issue because I'm no longer the chairperson but hopefully my court uh, case would go in my favor and my reinstatement so let's make sure that happens Inshallah. and I believe that uh, uh, sanity needs to prevail in uh, in this most challenged uh, cluster. Sure. Mr. General Goss, the night court story and the particular station in question, your comment. Uh, thank you. The night courts, we do not have any control over it because it is a Department of Justice uh, matter. This, if they have somebody that is arrested and the lawyer requests that he wants to apply for bail for this person, then we, we cannot prevent that from okay. happening. However, if the caller has got specific information with regards to the corruption in question, uh, we need to then obtain a statement. And even if the caller thinks that uh, her identity will be revealed, we can do that under the confidentiality clause and make sure that she's protected in this matter. Okay, perfect. So yes, um, uh, with that particular station caller, I I kind of request you to kindly request you to uh, contact make contact with General Goss directly to his office in particular, and uh, take things from there with regards to those offices and the police station. And uh, with regards to night courts, it's a Department of Justice, not directly uh, preventable or uh, you know constitutional aspect of the policing forum. Um, before we touch down for our next outbreaks, and I'm to the guests. Hats off to your guests.
We have to keep in mind crime fighting is not only the responsibility of the police. We, the community, have a huge role to play in assisting the police. After all, we live here. And if we don't like what's going on in our neighborhood, then do something about it. Stand up and unite with the police. Come up with solutions and not just complain. 6535, shukran for that. Assalamu alaikum to the panel. It's scary to see how people are being lured. It's vital that we make avenues of assistance wide open to our people and not let them sink into these kind of clutches. Really very worrying and a colossal problem that will just escalate if not adequately addressed. 6945, shukran for that. Salam, the drug dealers almost never keep the drugs on them. They keep it somewhere else. Interesting to know. Uh, in Cape Town, there was drug dealers selling drugs. Some were arrested but later released. Now there is a satellite station consisting of law enforcement officers. Thanks to their presences, the dealers haven't been seen. Okay, so satellite officers, another measure taken by the policing forum. Um, uh, 5138, Mr. Hanif, look after yourself, Kanala, as a lot of culprits don't like you because you're true South African. Keep up good work. Um, um, Allah protect you, inshallah. Shukran, Ameen. Mr. Malim from uh, Weinberg. Uh, okay, from the next, uh, uh, the next uh, uh, listener on WhatsApp. Um, in the areas who have cameras, they should be able to pick up the problem. If not, police should have an office to view cameras uh, to continue as to monitor cameras at the CBD, especially hijacking. Okay, so um, my experience, most of the most of the my evidence of cameras come from speeding tickets. <laughs> I think uh, you know people get flushed usually in the evenings, and uh, when they wake up uh, a few weeks later, they're surprised. Um, do we have such uh, monitoring in the CBD or high risk areas in terms of CCTV footage, uh, General Goss? Well, we do have uh, footage, but not in all the areas, in particular in our crime hotspot areas. Okay. It is a very expensive exercise, but there is cameras. There is cameras. So, and uh, the, uh, <coughs> does it basically, is it, uh, is it effective enough to uh, monitor the rate of crime, etc. that's happening? No, it's not, it's not enough. We okay. Will, we will never have enough. Right. Um, alrighty, I think before I return to the SMS line and the WhatsApp line, uh, just uh, uh, recall SMS line 47913, WhatsApp 072-238-0712. Let's go and pay the bills. The Voice of the Cape. The Burning Issue. That is the burning issue as we round up towards 9 p.m. And we are talking crime in the Mitchell's Plain area as well as uh, we've touched on different aspects. Gang violence being on the high rise. Uh, some of the things which uh, the community policing forum is contributing towards in, in ensuring that uh, uh, you know gang, gang violence is uh, curbing slowly but surely. And uh, also we touched on the community policing, the, the community policing forum, uh, the electric electory uh, manner uh, how people are elected and so forth and an array of different aspects different questions that are coming through um, unfortunately I won't be able to read every single thing that's come through I'll try my best to get through as uh, quickly and efficiently as possible uh, 8015 my biggest problem is the investigating officers impossible to get hold of them they prepare cases poorly and inadvertently set up the prosecutor with flimsy cases we have been trying to get hold of an IO for a hijack case registered at Lentechia to no avail they suspect in the case um, stays in our area no attempts to find him as far as I can see 8015 okay uh, your comment on that general Goss 
I, I have taken note of this one and I will specifically follow it up. If the caller can also just make contact with me. Okay. And uh, we can see how we can remedy the situation. But it is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And I can ensure the caller that I will follow it up. All righty. Okay. Um, the R300 highway is notorious for opportunistic crime. When will we have more lighting along that road? Uh, the N1 near Canal Walk looks like an airport runaway, but R300 is barely lit. Um, okay. R300 falls under the provincial government. Okay. So it's not something except skin. Um, it's as similar as the night courts, basically. Yeah, it's not within our jurisdiction. Not within the police. Yeah. Uh, not within the police. Okay, so yes, it's still a valid complaint, though. I mean, uh, uh, but uh, please safety. do take it up. Uh, Department of Safety? Yeah. General uh, Ross needs to raise it at the... Uh, at the forum that he is, yeah. But I mean the concept of lighting in and around uh, areas, uh, even our community streets, with not so adequate lighting, it gives the opportunity for uh, criminals to increase in their activities. And I'm sure um, you know every person would appreciate adequate lighting in their roads and streets and so forth. Um, 8015, in my opinion, 80% of cases can be cracked with tracking cell phones. Why is this tool not being used? Okay. Technology, tracking cell phones, is that something on the cars, General Goss? Yes, and uh, we, do, we do make use of it. However, you cannot just uh, go into people's private communications unless you've got a 205, a 205 and a valid complaint. So, yes, it is, it is a very handy tool in the investigation of crime. A 205, and what would that exactly entail? Well, it entails that uh, a magistrate gives you permission now to to access these records of that phone. Okay, so you have to go via the magistrate, and uh, the network provider will be obliged to give you that information. Does it get released to the investigating officer, or does it get released to the individual? To the to the investigator. To the investigator. Okay, so yes, it is being used. Eight two zero one five, but obviously there is protocol for that. I think. Uh, okay, so that uh, um, those are our SMSs and WhatsApp lines. Uh, I appreciate all the positivity. I appreciate all the serious concerns, and uh, you know, uh, targeting the common goal of curbing gang violence and other forms of crime in our Mitchell's Plain community, uh, as well as the rest and broader part of Cape Town. Perhaps uh, concluding remarks, uh, Mr. Lunet. Uh, we'd like to thank Voice of the Cape for giving us this opportunity of relaying the situation we find ourselves in a very challenged cluster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope we've done justice, and we hope that we've been honest yes. in our uh, replies. Uh, we need to admit to our d- faults, we need to admit to our res- uh, lack of resources. Uh, it is no use to using these opportunities mm-hmm. uh, and pulling wool over our communities because that's not going to help us. Right. Honesty is the only way we, that we go, and sincerity is the only way we're going to get communities trusting us mm-hmm. and putting their trust in of uh, their safety in our hands. Sure. And uh, General Goss, how can you be reached and perhaps maybe a minute or two of uh, concluding remarks from yourself? Uh, Thank you. The number 021-337-500, that is the Lentegeer police station number. I can be reached on that number. 021-337-500. I think there's a digit. 5007, sorry. 5007. Okay, 021-337-500. 5007. 5007. Okay, 021 
337-5007. That is the number to reach General Goss's office and uh, relay some of your complaints that you have, uh, you know, uh, mentioned to us on our WhatsApp line or our uh, calling number as well. And I'm sure General Goss will get back to you via his office, um, an open door policy. So uh, take take advantage of that and you know uh, ensure that uh, we contribute we do our part as a community in ensuring that uh, gang violence as well as uh, pr- protecting criminals is definitely going to be on a decline for our own safety the safety of our community and the safety of our citizens on that note inshallah it's time to wrap up and come to a wonderful um, a close to this event i would say uh, because we've tackled so many different things uh, we've provided uh, different information as well uh, on this particular show burning issue from myself Mohammed Sheikh I hope you all have a splendid beautiful week ahead a hearty thank you to Mr. Hanif Lunat as well as General uh, let me get this correct a uh, General Gregory Goss who is the head of the Mitchell's Plain Cluster with eight police stations under his wing and uh, we hope we pray that inshallah you have all the success in your endeavors and uh, on that note uh, let me bid my farewells again uh, Faiz is doing all the wonderful work at the controls and uh, all of you inshallah wherever you are whatever you may be doing keep well keep safe keep steadfast indeed wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa